Model Made Podcast, the podcast for models by a model. Tune in for tips, tricks, and talks that will elevate you in your modeling journey. This podcast is possible thanks to Model University, which aims to educate and elevate models to their full potential and paycheck. Now, here's your host, internationally working, multi-agency represented, professional model and coach, Lola Shaw. Hey there, models. Welcome back to the podcast. So today we have a special guest. We are featuring Tayo, who is the co-founder and managing partner at the Gym Talent Agency and the creative director and owner of Ida Swimwear. On her amazing interview today, we will be talking about why models picking their market is so important. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into today's interview. Hi, guys. So my name is Tyler Isola. I am uh, the co-founder and managing partner at the Gym Talent Agency, which is a boutique agency licensed and bonded in South Florida. I'm also the creative director and owner of a bathing suit and resort wear brand called Ido Swimwear. And I like to call myself a fashion and social entrepreneur. So I really do care about fashion. It's my biggest passion. And I do care about um, society. So, so in say society, if I like to make sure that whatever I do, I am thinking very holistically about whatever industry I'm in. So, also with the fashion industry, I'm thinking sustainability, thinking about the uh, forward movement of, of everyone that's involved in, in all the aspects of the industry that I'm in. So, I, I kind of operate all of the businesses that I do a little bit differently from the capitalistic mindset that we're all kind of used to it here in the U.S. Mm. <laughs> so that's what I was saying. I right. love it. Oh, my goodness. So thank you. <laughs> you wear a lot of hats, and I've been blessed to um, engage with you in multiple hats. So not just the gym talent, right. but also with Ida Slayer. And you definitely live yeah. your introduction. Like, you live who you are, like, day in and day out. So I absolutely love that. Um, something I've always Thank wanted you. to know, you're welcome, is how you got started. Like, how how did everything get started? Did you start with Idol Somewhere first? Did you start with the Gym Talent Agency first, where you started and, like, something different? Like, how did you get your start? So, I actually started at the age of 14. I started with commercial modeling. Mm-hmm. You know, I would do, um, like, TV commercials and, and, and things like that. Actually, I think I, I got my first start at nine. Mm. Um, and that was doing a film, but I was really young and it was kind of really, uh, coming into way with school. So I kind of stopped and then I got full time kind of into doing modeling at 14. Um, at 15, I did this competition. Mind you, I'm from Nigeria originally, so I got my start in Nigeria. Mm. So at 15, I do this, um, competition, uh, like, uh, like a, I, did, I started doing pageants as well. So I did pageants. I won a pageant. Um, got the chance to represent Nigeria at an international competition in China. And then I did a another pageant, which was uh, like a model pageant, like top model, basically, but, but the, the Nigerian version of top model. I did that. I didn't really place to, 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 uh, to win, but I was one of the finalists. So I got scouted by an agency in South Africa. So then I moved to South Africa to model full time. Because usually for, I'm, I'm black. So for black models, South Africa is usually a good place to get 
get started with your portfolio because you would get like much, much more work than you possibly would do anywhere else in the world, like Europe, or at least just as a black model that's getting their start. So you get the chance to start working for brands, like things like Elle doing, doing very like big campaigns that you ordinarily wouldn't get in other markets as a new model. So that was usually the launching pad for a lot of us. And then from there, I moved to New York. I came into New York around like New York Fashion Week. Um, did New York Fashion Week, and then I had family in Miami. Wow. So I came, I came to visit, exactly. So I came to visit family in Miami. That's all that I was interested in doing was just to see the city and see the people. And mm. I'm like, oh, wait, hold up. What weather is this? You know? <laughs> <laughs> what lifestyle is this? I want to own a yacht. I want to live in a yacht. Like, you know, you start seeing that Miami lifestyle. I'm yeah. like, I think I'm going to move here. So I started visiting, visiting them from New York more often. And at some point, I'm like, you know what? I'm out. There was no existing fashion industry in Miami, but I thought, you know what? I'm sure there's something. I just need to kind of mingle with the locals and I will start knowing. And Miami became the one that was really good to me. Wow. That's how I stayed in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was like beautiful. Like, so- like you just dropped so many gems. Like now I'm interested in South Africa. Like, yeah. Talk. Like what? <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, man. I, I mean, okay, so Miami, I didn't kind of tell you that. So Miami is what now, obviously, there's this swimsuits everywhere. And most of the shows that I was doing was swim swim shows when I got started in Miami. And then doing Mercedes-Benz Miami Swim Week was happening at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mercedes-Benz Benz was still behind that. So I would do those types of shows and just be very, very um, um, fascinated by swim and how vast that industry was so I'd always known that I was going to do something with designing because I had done an apprenticeship with an uncle of mine uh much much when I was uh, like an early teenager and so I knew that I was going to work in fashion with garments but but I didn't know swim was going to be part of it so Miami kind of made that natural inclination for me to go to swim and resort with Wow. Okay. So that's a two for one. Not only did you find something for yourself as a model and like just a lifestyle, it also helps you like launch your brand. Wow. That's beautiful. Oh my God. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So now that we know how we got, how you got to start, which was like phenomenal. um, I want to know what keeps you going. Like what has kept you going like in the Miami space, even after, you know, Mercedes Benz no longer sponsors swim week. They had that like retraction a few years back. Um, there's been a lot more international brands that have come to Miami, but you know, people, some people still don't consider it a a viable fashion market. So what really keeps you going in the industry here? Hey there model. If you love what you are hearing so far, check out model university. The best part is you can enroll for free. Sign up for your free model prerequisites, which includes model orientation with a list of free amenities at model university, the free modeling 101 textbook, how to make your first $1,000 as a model, and the free online Modeling 201 course for finding the money in your market. Check out the show notes below to enroll today. 
So, so what, what keeps me going in Miami is my ability to diversify my portfolio. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is uh, as, as a business, I mean, I feel like every model is a businesswoman because you are your business. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the thing is that with, with, with me, I'm able to be in, you know, have an agency. So I have that going on and I have the brand going on. So basically you kind of, my legs are in multiple places, multiple facets of the industry. So it's, it's, you can't get bored. You mm. understand? Yep, <laughs> and even you. with the modeling, I, I kind of skipped, I stopped doing modeling, you know, a, a while ago. Um, but you know, I still, I'm very open to if it's a commercial here and there, or if it's a project that I think it's worth doing, I kind of would do that here and there. But my passion is just being on the back end now and being on the creative side. So because I'm very, very passionate about that, and also because I'm passionate about people, mm-hmm. and the, I do believe in, in the model for the businesses that I do have, so it kind of just organically keeps me going because there's the passion there. Got it, got it. Okay, that's a great way to yeah. say definitely busy and also growing so you don't get stagnant. So that is in and of itself. Exactly. Uh, so exactly. I know that we've talked uh, a lot about the Miami market, uh, but I want to know why yeah. you decided to co-found an agency here. Like, why not, you know, take it back to New yeah. York? Like, why stay here? Yes. Yes. So Miami, I would say, whether it's for models or whatever it is, I just kind of, from experience, see that Miami allows you um, an easier launching pad. Mm. Uh, starting as a small boutique agency, it was it was the perfect place to launch something like that because, Boutique agencies can thrive in that market. It's not as huge as New York where there's huge competition and you have to really find your way to make it in with some of the bigger giants. Mm. Uh, Miami allows for, for you to be able to get that, you know, smaller start, um, the, the clientele. And I, I have to say that Miami is very diverse. Um, very diverse. There's different different types of models, body types of models. We're very much more open-minded as opposed to places like New York. Of course, the world is changing. Mm-hmm. Body positivity is in, but I hope it's not a movement for people, but a reality. You know how people latch onto a movement and they yeah. start doing it because it seems like it's cool and we bring in the dollar. You know, I hope that's not what it is for the world. Or for the world in New York and Paris and places like that. But for Miami, this is who we are. We've always been about the curvaceous woman. We've always been about, you know, this type of woman who has a little bit more meat on her body. So mm-hmm. I like that um, models were able to sort of be themselves in that market because that's what helps me. I've always had, like, hips as a woman, mm-hmm. even at my skinniest. So New York was something I sort of struggled with where I would go into a casting. Oh, my gosh, you look so beautiful. You look like so-and-so-and-so model. Mm-hmm. However, your hips are, you know, that type of thing. So I I, I was I had to be fixed in when I was in New York. But I like that I could be myself and in, 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 be comfortable in my body. And I wanted every model to be able to experience or, or enjoy the beauty of that. Um, and I felt like Miami was, was, was that ground that gave people the ability to do that a lot more than everywhere else. Wow. I think that's actually a beautiful segue into like how models yeah. should pick their market because that's something that I always tell models, honestly, from my heart to theirs, like your market, right. sometimes where you are does not cater to your look. 
You know what I mean? So you had the ability to know, like, there was nothing wrong with you just in the market of New York. You couldn't have the hits. Just in the market of Exactly. Exactly. You just couldn't have the hits in that market. But if you went to Miami, it was more accepting. You can get more work. Or if you went out to L.A., if you weren't the tallest, you could still get work because that market caters to it. So how do you you tell a model or how do you explain (laughs) to a model, like, how to pick their market? Like, what would your words of advice be? So my words of, of, of advice would be know yourself. And, like, you, you just said it perfectly. And if you know yourself, you know um, your body type, be, be, be aware because the industry is not very sentimental. So you're not going to, no one's going to, to book you because you're sentimental or you're the most passionate model or anything like that. You understand? And looks are still a thing in this industry. So it's important for you to know where you kind of stand. So, okay, is this, is this the kind of model that I am? Am I more beauty? You know, that kind of thing. Of course, I don't like models to feel like they have to be, what I say, section themselves and say, you know, I can only do this type of photo because that's a lie, first of all. You can do almost everything. Uh, I know models that are five seven that have dominated runway, and for the longest time they said you can't be less than five eight or five nine to do runway. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want models to limit themselves, but however, be very knowledgeable about um, about what your own selling points are because you are going to be selling in a sense you're going to be selling yourself selling your personality and selling all of that so you have to what that is and then you're able to now decide you know what i think miami actually is very much more accepting of this type of of look i think miami is a little bit more commercial and then also in knowing what the agencies is those for instance with Lamina in new york would have a little bit more different standards than Wilhelmina in Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, the models are very uh, you understand so know, know those little things and know okay, should, maybe should it, should it be LA and one thing I always do tell models is find a way especially when you're getting your start find a way to have something else that you're doing so that you're not waiting for the next job. Mm. You're not waiting for the next job to be able to feed yourself. It's a very terrible place to be when you're under that pressure of not having enough. You can't, your beauty is what makes you shine through. And if you're not in a good, good space mentally, chances are it's going to show um, when you go into castings and all of that. So find a city as well that might accommodate you getting a, a part-time job of your choice. For instance, Miami is fantastic because um, because of the, the entertainment and lifestyle aspect of Miami. So I do know a lot of models that are able to work in experiential marketing. So perhaps they're a brand ambassador for this company. And then they work all the time and they get a good paycheck mm-hmm. by working with, whether it's, um, I don't know, liquor brands, beauty brands, whatever it is, by being able to be the faces for these brands, by promoting them in the field. You know what I mean? So pick a city that would accommodate your 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 ability to not only thrive in modeling but can also support you while you're trying to get your launch Ooh, i love it that was like an additional gem that i know somebody needed to hear because i think a lot of models don't even yeah. think about other types of like things that fall like adjacent to modeling or even underneath modeling that they could do while they're you know waiting right. for the job that they actually want without having to you know of course the hands exactly. so that was exactly beautiful now i know we've been praising miami 
but do you think that your market <laughs> do you think that your market determines how successful you will be as a model why or why not it does um well yes and no <laughs> um yes because location 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 mm. is the center of business general. So you have to make sure that you're in the right place. You're in the right location. So yes, it will determine um, the success of the model. Obviously, if you found if you found that, that ground that really accepts you for who you are or the kind of model that you are, and then it's somewhere off. Don't go to Arizona, but no, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's somewhere where there's, there's an actual industry that would give you work. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. For instance, Miami, there's been the talk of, is Miami the next fashion capital? I don't think it's the next fashion capital. However, I do believe that as far as fashion is concerned, Miami is doing quite a lot. And it's taking, Miami has basically taken the hat for swim. Miami is the OG for swim. And it's recognized around the world. If you're thinking about swim week, you're thinking Miami first. Mm. So I see that a lot of models usually they trickle down to this area um, when it's around that time. Models are different kinds and, 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 and everything. However, you have to um, you have to think about how the world is, is slowly shifting. So be able to travel is what I would say. Do not do not put all of your eggs in one basket. If you have to go do a job in LA, go. If LA has some week coming up, go there and do castings over there. If it's happening in Miami, come from New York and come to Miami. So models should be able to, to take advantage of that globalization that's happening in the world or that already is our reality and be able to travel. Leave your market, get out of your market and try to find agencies and those are other markets, um, try to make sure that you're in different places at different times. It just gives you bigger chances of being able to work around the year when you have all of these other options. Got it. Got it. Okay. That makes more sense. Right. That definitely makes more sense of why it's like a yes and a no. I agree with the location, location, right. location. And I triple agree right. with being able to travel. Absolutely. Right. 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 Um, so... I know that your market aids in your success. Do you think that models yeah. can still be successful if they are in a small or non-existent market? You better get out of that place. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. If, you, if, if this is what you want to do and you want to be successful at it, and because location is very important, then you're going to have to get out of where you are currently and go to a market that can help you, that can aid you in, in your in your ability to thrive in the industry. Um, like like we said, travel, uh, things are going very digital. So a lot of models, I'm so happy and thankful for what Instagram has done for mm-hmm. models, what mm-hmm. social media has done for models, because I know a lot of models that would just sit on the sidelines and be, and be called, and be, you know, they'll, they'll tell them that, oh, your looks are not this good, your hair is that, not that good, but you realize the power of this one through social media. Mm. So, so I know that models are able to make a buck in whatever city they're in if you have a, a great presence online. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but don't limit yourself to that. You still have to be able to be in the city and be able to actually go out, get work, and meet more people. If you're in a small market, it's great to build your influence there, but definitely 
be open to travel like we were talking about um, earlier so that you can actually yeah. grow yeah. or get somewhere that will help you grow and propel your brand. So I totally agree with that. Um, what do you yeah. think, uh, what three things do you think models should keep in mind when picking their market? So when it comes to selecting where you should go to grow yourself as a model, what three things should a model keep in mind? With the new normal in mind, we have a way for you to get model coaching from the comfort of your own home. Because you are a valued podcast listener, we want to give you access to Model Mastery, the membership program. Get detailed curriculum to help you build your modeling career. Check the show notes for a direct link to find out more and an exclusive discount. Uh, keep in mind, uh, as I say, diversity is very important. Okay. Um, so keep in mind that the, the ease of access to that industry, so whether, you know, what the standards are, because usually there are, there are standards in, mm-hmm. in, in every place, in every market. Um, and many times, even if it's not spelled out on paper, if you study and look and go to, just go to a few agents and go to their website, see what their, you know, the models that are on their roster, look at those things, you can kind of get a feel of a market by that. So if you're picking your, if you're picking your market, do your research first of all, and mm-hmm. see how diverse they are. How how um, how much easier it is to penetrate the market, and you can ask questions. So make sure that you're asking questions. If you see a model that's on their roster, try to find her IG, send her a DM, ask her questions, ask a lot of questions, ask professionals questions. Um, another thing is um, you understand what you need to be able to thrive in that market. Uh, what I mean by that is portfolio-wise. So, for instance, in New York, if you want to be able to work in New York, you do need a portfolio. Many times, you do need to have actual print work. Mm. By print, I mean, I mean, you've been in a magazine, you have tear sheets, stuff like that. It immediately, like, they want to see that you do have that, right? Mm-hmm. Um so, so try to try to make sure that you know what's required of you. If you're a brand new model, you have make sure that you already understand what Polaroids are, what digitals are, what all of these types of terms are. What's the portfolio? What do I wear to a casting? What's what's the what's the what's the what kind of shoes am I wearing? What kind of hair am I wearing? Am I going to wear lashes? And am I going to wear a face full of makeup, or do they want to see me more naturally? Because chances are they want to see you in your most natural state and form. So ask yourself all of these questions. Miami is a little more different, and I, and I say Miami because Miami has just so many different faces of the industry. There are people that are just completely about the entertainment of the market down here. So chances are they will take a model that's a little bit more different looking than New York might. Mm-hmm. You're, you understand what I mean? Yeah. So make sure that you study, make sure you study your market. Uh, you asked for three, right? I think I already gave it two. Yeah, diversity, study your market, and the third one would be? Third one would be, um, oh my gosh, I think it's something I already said because you have to feed. Make sure it's, it's, it's a place where you can get the book. Accommodation is very expensive in a lot of these major cities. So do ask yourself those questions while you're maybe out scouting for, for an agency. Make sure that you're prepared uh, financially for whatever it is that you might have to pay. So you're going to have to look for a model home and, and, and understand what that looks like. If you do get signed to an agency and you're working with um, 
you know, you're working with the agency and they actually provide for you a model home. They're going to take a cut um, of whatever you're making to, to pay for that expense. So make sure that you understand what that looks like because you could actually be working and getting very, very, a very small percentage of what you're working for. Mm. These things actually do affect whatever choices you're making. And I know many times models are expected they want to get their start and they don't ask a lot of questions, but do make sure as you're asking those questions. Quality of life is very, very important. I strongly uh, believe, especially a lot of models who start early, they start very early on. It's important that you're catering to your own foundation ages or foundation stage as well as a human being, mm. you know, to make sure that you're safe, make sure you're secure, make sure you're provided for. So ask those questions before you go ahead and move into a new market because you might be exposed to things that are completely different from where you're coming from. And it will definitely alter it will alter the, the quality of life that you do have or are able to have and you might get very frustrated in the long run. So do ask yourself do ask yourself these questions. Make sure that the city the city wherever you're going to is able to cater to you as a person, as an individual, and then everything else kind of falls into place because you go into castings, you're a happy person, you're a whole person. You know, and everybody that that's really what keeps you in the door is when you have a great personality. And you, 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 you just come in right, you know. Love it. I think that's like more than enough for to get a good model started in finding her market. I think those yeah. three things: diversity, researching your market, and then making sure that you can have proper accommodations in the market that you choose. Exactly. All super, super essential. Exactly. So. I have to yeah. now know, like, is there anything that we can look forward to from you? Is Ido Swimwear coming out with something new? Can models uh, apply yeah. to the gym talent agency now? Like, what do you have going on? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, Ido Swimwear just came out in March, uh, like, early March with a, with a brand new collection, a uh, grand collection called Revival. It's ironic because <laughs> it's ironic because that that collection was inspired by me just feeling that the world needed to wake up, wake up to a lot of things, wake up to to a new age that was coming upon us, wake up to 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 the power within, wake up to a lot of things, and and realize that hey guys, if we don't wake up, a disruption will come, and we might not be prepared for it. And do we? After that, I realized, wow, there's going to be a lockdown. Thing that I was mentally prepared for it because I'd already been feeling the prompting for revival prior mm-hmm. to that. So, so the brand just came out with that, came out with the collection. We did, you know, a few events just before the lockdown. Um, so, so people should still expect um, uh, more and more shipping out. More and more is is being done. More digital right now. Um, just regarding that collection, different people that I, that the brand is partnering with, uh, different voices. I found just a lot of women who are doing amazing stuff in the front lines with coronavirus right now. So a lot of them are already partnering with us um, in sharing their stories and basically just encouraging people. So that's what we're doing, you know, right now with, with Idol somewhere. Obviously, Miami Sun Week has been in plan since January uh which, which usually comes up in July, I'm hoping that the world, you know, gets back on track and everything comes back on track so that we can, all, everybody can get work again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can we can launch out the new collection at Miami Show Week and then models can get back to working because really, really, um, a lot of our clients have 
been very concerned about the safety of the model. So they told us that, you know, shooting and things like that have to be put on hold, mm. you know, right now, even though it seems like a very minute interaction where the model can just walk into the studio, it could be two people in the studio and everything is fine. But really, you don't know what anyone, like, we just don't want anything to spread further. So we're making sure that models are, are doing their best to stay safe right now. So we're not booking models for anything within this period unless they're doing informations from their computer. Got it. And that's it. Got it. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. But once, once all of this is over, we're still obviously taking new models. Models can submit. You can submit. You can submit your portfolio. Now is the perfect time because we have a lot of time and we will see your submissions at, at, at this time. So people can definitely get on board at this time. Awesome. I absolutely love it. And where can the people find you on social media? Go ahead and plug yourself. Yes. So social media, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. It's Tayo Ishola underscore. So that's P-A-Y-O-I-S-H-O-L-A with an underscore at the end. On LinkedIn, it's just Tayo Ishola. On Facebook, it's Tayo Ishola. And I'm on Twitter, but haven't used it in about three years. But it's Tayo Ishola there as well. <laughs> hey, at least you have the same name across the board. So that's also beautiful. I'll type that exactly. up, put that in the show notes so that people can exactly. find your brand, Ida Swimwear. They can find and submit to the Gym Talent yeah. Agency. And then, of course, they can follow you on all platforms. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so, so much. I love what you're doing, by the way, Lola. <laughs> you're someone that I kind of have been very, very, um, I say, admired since the beginning because you're one of those models as well who's very enterprising. And the biggest part is that you do help other models. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, because I feel like when you... When your start is is not as easy, you kind of just feel that empathy and compassion for other mm-hmm. people, and so your 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 chances are you naturally just fall into that path of being the resource person, and you know. So I I really love that you're 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 that person for models, models who don't even have agencies. You could you can go to Lola and she she has a bunch of stuff for you. You know, if you literally have an agency of her own. you know, I'm just. Uh, like you said, and you hit the nail on the head, like, I didn't have an easy start either. Like, I didn't start until, like, right. I got into college. And that's, like, old in, like, the model right. industry. So I understand when people don't have the resources. Right. Like, it's already hard enough because you're starting, right. like, five years behind everybody else who's already established. But then to, like, not exactly. have any idea. Exactly. This is exactly why I added the mm-hmm. podcast onto everything else. Because, like, I want them to hear from, like, a model turned designer turned agency co-founder because you're going to give them information that I can say it so I'm blue in the face but like you're living it you're somebody who books models you have an agency you can tell them things and it's just like a different type of weight but I appreciate your admiration you taking out time to be on the podcast today super excited and I can't wait for people to hear this interview Yay! <laughs> Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of it. You are more than welcome. 